What is up, everybody? What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. My video went crazy there to open it up. I'll have to look at what happened there. But welcome back, everybody. As you can see, back home in the palace. Thank God, man. This has been a long uh, long couple of weeks. It feels like a traveling. Back home. Papa Dude, how we doing? Well, I don't know about you, but I'm, I just feel unorganized. I, I don't well, I think remember. COVID will make you feel unorganized. I think that's what it is. I'm trying to keep up with who's playing, who's not, which players are on a certain team. I mean, that have it, and it's just chaos all over the place. It really is. It's it's crazy right now what's going on with uh, everything. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Bowl games canceling left and right. A bowl game tonight, uh, the Holiday Bowl, was supposed to be played tonight, and it canceled like four or five hours before the kickoff. So. Mm -hmm. Pretty incredible. Uh, what time? We'll see how many games uh, they're, they're, we're going to play uh, over the next two, three weeks, or well, I guess two, three days, I should say, right. uh, with these bowl games. I, I don't know. I, I, it's it's one of those things. Uh, thankfully, these these people uh, that are getting them, uh, you know, with at least in the sports league, they're, they're really they're asymptomatic. And they don't even know they have it. So that that's the good news. Yeah, it is, and. I know there's a couple of things we know for sure. Number one, the NFL is going to get the season done. One yeah. way or the other, they're going to do it. They're too yeah. close to the end. So they're going to do it, and I guarantee you the Final Four will go on mm -hmm. one, time, one time or the other. They're not going to cancel that. That's too much money involved. Yeah, they, they'll get that in for sure. I know Georgia has been really worried about it because they're That's, in a hot zone, and I think they have some problems right now. Me too. Well, that's something to look at. Uh, we're not going to talk about the playoff, uh, the, the final four today. That'll be the Thursday show, but that's something you're going to have to monitor uh, for it sure. Really I haven't heard any problems with Michigan, Cincinnati, or Alabama, but Georgia, I, I've heard problems. I do know the entire Michigan team last week went and got their boosters. Really? The entire team did. Yeah, so they're fully vaccinated, which doesn't mean you're not going to get it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, they went and got their booster, and uh, – uh, Alabama was affected last week a little bit, and I haven't heard a word on Cincinnati, so haven't heard anything on them. But uh, so many of these guys that are coming down with this, I'm, what's your opinion on this? Mine has kind of changed. You know, a lot of them are vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Vaccinated, they have their boosters. They don't feel sick. What are they supposed to do? I mean, to me, it's almost to the point where if, if you're just got the sniffles or something and you don't feel bad and you're vaccinated, I don't see why you can't play. 
I, I don't, I don't see why. I, to me, if you're going to preach vaccination and, yeah. and not force them, but pretty much tell them they, they need to get vaccinated and okay. then they catch it and it's the same thing as if they were, weren't, it's like, well, what was really the point for some of these people? Yeah. I don't understand what they're thinking is on this. And here's, you know, the other guys who choose not to get vaccinated have made their choice, which is fine. They have the right to do so. If they get the disease from someone who's vaccinated, so be it. They yeah. made up their mind. They weren't getting vaccinated. And if they get sick from it, that's the choice they made. So yeah. to me, I don't know why if you're vaccinated and you've got the boot, you've did everything you're supposed to do and you're not sick. I don't know why you can't play because all of us that are athletes have played with the sniffles yeah, or a head cold or not feeling very good, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and I just, I don't, I, to me, it, it's to the point where it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No, I, I'm with you. And I think, especially in the college ranks, uh, the protocols, I don't think they've really updated them. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, they're, they're COVID protocols from like 18 months ago that are still set in stone, stone now. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense. So the NFL quickly just said, well, we're going to adjust this, uh, you know, yeah. and that, Part of it is we're getting the season in and we're not canceling games. And part of it is realistic. I mean, we're it, the situation is it different is. than it was 18 months ago. Give you some common sense. This yeah. variant that is ravaging the country now is highly contagious. Mm-hmm. It's much more easier to get, but it's not as dangerous as far as the symptoms. It doesn't no. seem to be anyway. And that's what the experts are saying, too. So I think that's part of it. The main part is they're going to get the season in one way or the other. And uh, with the NBA and the NHL, as we said last week, they're in the middle of the season. They've got time to make these games up and reschedule and revamp the schedule, whatever. So they can be a little bit more cautious about this. But uh, the NFL's got to – they've got to get the season in. Yeah. And the NHL has the Canadian thing to deal with and their yes. rules. And that's a little bit different and how they approach it's different. And yep, they've got a little bit more challenges than the other leagues for they sure. Uh, I, of course, I guess the Raptors are, are with the NBA, but they, you know, Canadian uh, hockey, obviously uh, yeah. much, much bigger than basketball. Well, so. the difference with the NBA is there's only one mm-hmm. Canadian team in hockey. There's several. So, yeah. and you were looking at the schedule just a minute ago and it looks like, uh, games in Canada are off mm-hmm. until the 1st of January. Isn't that what you pretty much saw? Yeah, I just I was looking at the schedule because I, you know, uh, update the NHL picks, and it's like, wow, we're playing tonight. There is one game that got canceled in NHL, but there's three other ones that are on. And then you look through the rest of the year, and there's no games in Canada being played. Mm-hmm. So the Canadian- now we'll monitor that situation. We'll kind of see how yeah. it goes. But yeah, thankfully, like I said, this doesn't seem to be too um, – well, as bad of a, of a strand that, that's very contagious, right though. very contagious. Yeah. yeah. That's, well, that's, you know, it, a lot of things are contagious, but if they're well, sure, sure. not making you overly sick, then, then that is the good news <clears throat> for sure. But yeah, we'll, we'll just have to monitor these bowl games and take what we can get. And like I said, NFL, they're going to play come hell or high water. They're oh, playing. Yeah. Um, you know, last thing before we go on uh, sure. to talk about the NFL and the playoff picture I've seen a lot of people over the last two weeks say, boy, that's that's one of the worst NFL games I've ever watched. Boy, that's a terrible NFL game. Well, there's a reason for that. Better believe it. There's not there. You can't take 10 players off of a team and expect the game to play or be played and be played cleanly. I mean, there was a lot of guys out there on that field that, that 
probably shouldn't be out there, but have no. to be right now. Well, take last night, for example. New Orleans had guys that weren't even on the practice squad. They just yes. signed out of their living rooms, and a couple of them were trying to play NFL caliber football, and you're yeah. not going to – you know, you're just not. And mm-hmm. a lot of these guys are coming back from COVID yeah. and didn't haven't practiced for a week and a half, two weeks. Yeah. And I'm telling you, as precise as all these plays are and all of this stuff, you miss a couple of weeks – um, you're not going to be as sharp as you should be. So, yeah, I mean, it's it, the games have been bad. Some of them have been really bad. Yeah. New Orleans was just borderline awful last night. But, my gosh, when you got – how many were there, like 21 guys out or something like that? Yeah. And well, uh, so – As Dennis points out, Ian Book was playing quarterback for the, for the, for the right. Saints. I mean, <laughs> you know, we had Nick Mullins playing – uh, for for the uh, the Browns a couple weeks ago, and yeah. there, there's more. I mean, it's yeah, it's crazy. It's and I heard, crazy. I heard today that Tampa's been ravaged with it. Uh, yeah, lots of guys are out now, including their head coach. And uh, so, uh, to answer Isaac's question, I think the Chiefs are kind of getting back uh, to yeah. normal. Uh, I don't know, Isaac. You may want to keep the players you had out there Sunday <laughs> because they looked uh, awesome. But in Ian Book's defense. He didn't have any help. No. I mean, because no. their offensive line was ravaged with this stuff, too. That's where they had a lot of guys out there yeah. that haven't ever played. So, anyway, it's a mess. And, again, if you're betting, good luck. You better keep an eye on things. Yeah, like with the Browns, you know, Nick Mullins has to come in and play quarterback. They didn't have Jarvis Landry that week, and they didn't have three offensive linemen. So, how – like, he, there's no setup for success. And I say, same with Ian Book. He just – he didn't have any help. Maybe he's not any good anyway, but uh, he's he's definitely not going to be any good if he doesn't have anybody around him. So, um, and the bad thing is these are major, major playoff games. implication type games that yeah. these teams are losing their players for. So, well, arguably um, the three teams that have been hit the worst, and I may have this wrong, but uh, Cleveland, yep, New Orleans, and and Washington, yep. Aren't they the three that are probably the worst? Yeah, and Washington's and and they're and they out are, of it completely after this. Yeah. So. so it's a it's it's the luck of the draw. Yeah. And um, you know, it's just the way it is. Yeah, it's it's just something that it, it sucks, uh, to, to put it mildly. So all right, let's let's go on and kind of go through the games real quick, then we'll look at the, the standings and what's going on uh there is the playoff picture is becoming a little more clear. Uh, you know, after this week's games, we kind of had some separation. Uh, this was a game on Thursday night. I, I wouldn't call it, you know, a real great as far as played game, but Tennessee does get the win 20 to 17 over the 49ers, moves the 49ers to eight and seven, moves the Titans to 10 and five. Obviously, the t- a huge win for the Titans because the Colts just keep winning. So, so the Titans definitely needed to win to keep that division. But you know, a, a bad loss uh, for the Niners. You know, this was just a game I, for me, and I, I'll ask you, Garoppolo just he just he, he cost him the game, in my opinion. Just didn't play well. Yeah, he didn't make the plays when you had to have them. Um, yeah, they should have been ahead twenty-four nothing at the half. Yep, they gave away two touchdowns. One yep. blatantly his fault, if I remember right. That's way back a long time ago. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> But they should have been a much further ahead at the half. And I remember telling Sandy, I said, they're not going to win this game. They, yeah. they, they've blown their chance. And sure enough, Tennessee came back. Huge win for the Titans. They're number two in the AFC right now, number yeah. two seed. Uh, they need one more to clinch the division. 
because uh, they have the tiebreaker with uh, Indy. So they need to win one more. A huge game this week. It's at home. They play Miami, the fast-charging uh, Dolphins. And that is a very, very big game. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they finish at Houston. So it looks like they're going to get that that win they need. But if they win them both, they got the second seed, at least the second seed. Yep. And they own the tiebreaker against the Chiefs if they should happen to tie. Yep. Well, I so, know. So, yeah, that's the thing. They've got that head-to-head over the Chiefs. And and the Titans, I mean, they are such a, like, a, just a fragile team is what yeah. I'll call them. I mean, they could lose to anybody any week. But they obviously, you look at their schedule, they could win the last two games as well. So, uh, we'll just see. That's a week-by-week thing. And I'm that's what we're kind of we're alluding to. You watch this game and you don't look at the score and you don't really keep track of the score. You just watch the game flow. It's like, oh, the 49ers are dominating this game. And they, mm-hmm. they lost. So. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Still, the 49ers are still in good shape uh, in the playoffs. They're number six right yeah. now. <clears throat> and when you look at all these teams, probably nine and eight is going to get you in, I think, yeah. in the NFC. They got to beat Houston this week. And there's their ninth win. And they finish up at L.A. against the Rams. And that's highly questionable. Depends on, you know, the Rams may have their spot in the playoffs sewed up and can't go any get any better, may rest some guys. We don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll know that after this weekend. So it was the worst Christmas day ever for me. I'm telling you what. Because <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big Browns fan, big Cardinals fan. And to watch those two teams lose, the way they lost, the mistakes, the stupid shit, couldn't make kicks, couldn't make extra points, mm-hmm. just doing the dumbest things. Uh, and, and then I lost $100 to my nephew on Christmas Day. That was awful. And then, <laughs> and then he did some kind of crazy trick shot that he could never do again in a million years. I said, you do it, I'll pay you $100. He did it the first try. It was awful. And then... <laughs> And then uh, Cody Rhodes beat Sammy Guevara in AEW. I hated that. So it was a terrible Christmas. Uh, let's start with the Browns. Uh, you know, Bay- Bay- Mayfield throws four interceptions. He did not play good at this game, but two of them really weren't on him. Just, ca- just missed calls, especially in the last drive. But more than anything else, you've got Nick Chubb, who was playing a, a-, a tremendous game. One of the mm-hmm. best for running backs in the league. It's 24 to 22. There's a minute left in the game. You have all three timeouts. You're at midfield. Mm-hmm. It's first and 10. I was down at midfield. And the Browns didn't give it to Chubb one time. Not only that, he wasn't even in the game. So all the mistakes by Baker, all the things that happened officiating-wise, to me, this one's on the coaching staff for not – I mean. And, and and not to mention Nick Chubb, they were handing the ball up to him, and he got him from the twenty-five to the fifty before the yes. you know before that. So yeah. just terrible, terrible play calling by the Browns. A terrible right. game by Mayfield, and 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 this they didn't get a call at all. So this is a disaster for the Browns. You know, lost in all of this, I thought the Browns played one of their best games of the year. I really did. I thought they played good, hard. I don't know how hard Green Bay was playing. I don't know uh, how hard they were, but I thought Cleveland gave everything they had in that game and still lost. To me, has I have, and I've read a little bit this, I, I've not heard anybody criticizing the Cleveland coaching staff. Now, they maybe they have. I, have you seen anything where, they are, where they're really on? No. Uh-uh. Now, 
the Oklahoma radio station I listen to because we're all Baker fans, they're on him yeah. big time. And yeah. Chubb was having maybe the best game, as you said, maybe the best game he's played in his life. He was unbelievable, and they could not stop him. And how can he not be in the game when your season is on the line? I don't know. The best player you have. That's what just uh, some of the moves these coaches make, and I see it. Your best player is on the bench Mm -hmm. on the deciding drive in your season. I don't get that. Unless he was hurt. I don't know. He wasn't. Probably not. No. Uh, In defense of Mayfield, which I can't really defend him too much, uh, I thought Aikman – Troy Aikman was doing the game. I thought he was very fair in his uh, comments on Baker. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, he's one of these guys that's had COVID, hasn't practiced in yeah. 10 days, didn't fly with the team because he just got cleared to play. Yeah. I think that morning, is that right? And he got to the game at 10 o'clock? Yep. Okay. Yes, two of the interceptions were horrible. One, I don't know what the hell the receiver was doing. I think he fell down or something, which is typical Cleveland crap. By the way, there were drop balls all over the place again by the receivers. Uh, The last play was, again, the NFL officiating. It's it's just awful. Yeah. How they can't make that call, I don't know. And it's typical of Cleveland's season. It really is. So, yeah, he did not play well, obviously, but I – I was like, yes, kind of sick because I thought Cleveland played good enough to win that game. What I told one of my Browns friends, he was bitching and going crazy. I said, look, say they get the call, say they make the right play calls, say they get down in field goal range, they would have missed it. Like they do whatever they have to do to lose. You're right. Sandy and I are sitting there watching, and uh, Green Bay scores first, goes seven nothing. There go the Browns. Go right down and score. What do they do? Miss the extra point. Yeah, and that kills you. You're you got you got you're making up points the rest of the game. They never did get that back. No, and that that beat them. And absolutely. Again, yeah, yeah. They, you can't do stupid things, yeah. and they do it every week. Right. And the week before, they make this great drive to take the lead against Vegas with their third string quarterback, and their yeah. damn defense cannot hold Vegas from yeah. kicking the field goal. Yeah. And you got to win games like that, and they just haven't. So, like Dennis says, they could have got the ball in the six yard line, and the field goal would have been blocked. I mean, probably right. It the whole time, yeah. and I was watching with with three other guys, and they're like, "Wow, they're going to win this game." So there's no. not, they're not. And that's not to forget win. their kicker had COVID, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but the regular kicker would have missed it too. Well, I, I know that, but I'm still <laughs> I mean, that's where I'm at with it. It's like they'll, they're they're not they're not going to win, like. The bottom line is they suck. And so. No, the bottom line is they find ways to lose the franchise. But that's true. They don't win. The the Oklahoma media is wanting Baker to get traded and get out of there. So I don't know. I don't don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Again, and you talk about just dumb, like dumb mistakes. The Cardinals couldn't make a field goal. They couldn't make an extra point. And I, they end up there, another team. They just felt like we were going to do whatever we could to lose this game. And yeah. the Colts are playing too good to make those kinds yeah. of mistakes. And now the Colts are in great shape and the Cardinals are, are they're not going to win the division and they're, they're going to be a low wildcard type team. I'm afraid. Well, they're number five right now, but when you look at their schedule, 
I mean, they got to go to Dallas this weekend. I don't know how motivated Dallas will be, but they yeah. still are in the hunt to get the number one seed. So you have to think they're going to play hard in that game. And then they finish up with Seattle in Arizona. You would think they would win. That gave them an 11-6 record, and, I, and that gets them in the number five spot no matter what. So well, I don't well, think they're going to fall if they win one of those two games. No, but they're definitely backing in with not, not a lot of momentum. Oh, so. absolutely. Absolutely. And right now that would get them a wonderful home or a road game with Tampa Bay. And I would think that would yep. be a team you would want to avoid, you know, so well, they're going to get their ass kicked. Let's, let's, let's be real. Well, has, has the coaching of Cliff Kingsbury come into, does he deserve any of the blame in this? I mean, they're just playing like shit, so it's probably not his fault. Uh, Kyler's not playing very good. Uh, Hopkins is out. You know, they're just not making plays like they did. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to sit here and, and just blame him. You know, they're they're doing just they're missing like missing field goals. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they yeah, missing exactly. extra points. He can't go out and kick yeah. them. So, and like you said, Indy's playing great. They're yeah. playing great, and they're yeah. good. Yeah. So and, Dennis said on a scale of one to ten with Wentz having COVID, how does that impact him? I mean, it's gonna impact him. I don't hurt him. I mean, Wentz has had a hell of a year. He's playing well. And as we sit here today, what does that mean for Sunday's game? We don't really know yet. But I mean, if he's, he's out, not, obviously it's gonna be a problem. Vac- he's not vaccinated. So oh, he's I not? He's out. Oh, he yeah, he's out then. Well, it's gonna have an impact. It's got yeah. a big impact. Yeah. And they have a big game with Vegas. And, you know, Vegas is still alive. So Vegas can beat them. Yeah. Yeah. How about yeah. Vegas? They get everybody's backup when they play them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable. They got Drew Locke, they got Mullins, and now they're going to have whoever Indianapolis tries. That's up. true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on. Falcons stay alive. They beat the uh, they beat the Lions uh, 20 to 16. So, that, yeah, believe it or not, Falcons still have a shot at this thing. It yeah. might be very small, but they do have a shot. Oh, well, listen, you want to talk about another team that got screwed by COVID? You know, they've been screwed by their coach two, two, for yep. two uh, weeks this year. They got screwed by him. COVID yeah. because Lamar, well, he's out with an ankle injury. That wasn't oh, COVID. God. But then Huntley gets COVID, and, yeah. and they have to play Josh Johnson at quarterback, and they get smoked by the Bengals 41-21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about them. Yeah, so, you know, I saw that, and, and I was like, well, they, they don't have any shot now. Joe Burrow throws for 525 yards and four touchdowns. So obviously the Ravens didn't show up. I mean, are the Ravens, are they done? Like, have they just said the hell with the season? Let's look at what they got left because I, it doesn't look good for them. No. I mean, they got the Rams this week. Now I don't see how they beat the Rams. I don't either. I don't either. Because it's the big game for the Rams. Yeah. They're not going to come up there and just roll no. over. Uh, and then they, they finish with uh, – the Steelers, so they should win that. Yeah. So you're looking nine and eight. Uh, now they have uh, Indy and New England at nine and six already. That's ahead of them, so they're yeah. not going to catch them more than likely. Um, they could still get in at nine and eight. They could still win the division at nine and eight. I think they have a better chance getting in by winning the division than they do. Wild card spot. I don't think they can win. They can't win the division at nine and eight. Oh, they can't. 
No, because the Bengals, the worst the Bengals could be is nine and eight. That's right. And they own the play. They yeah, own they the would have to win. Uh, they got to be 10 and seven and hope the Bengals lose out. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. The so, only way they win the division is to be 10 and seven. You're right. Yeah. And by the way, the Browns could still win the division. You well, realize this? I do. And they've got a better chance than the Ravens do. Yes. Because they, they, really they can get in at nine and eight. If Kansas City beats Cincinnati this week. Exactly. And the Ravens would have to lose one as well. Um, right. Yeah. If it finish, if they all finish nine and eight, the Browns are in. Browns are in. But the Browns have to go to, to Pittsburgh and win this week and then beat Cincinnati. So that's not going to happen. Yeah. But the Browns could still win it. They won't, but they still could, which is pretty incredible. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna, I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. If they play as well as they played against Green Bay, I think they can win those last two games. Yeah. I don't know whether they'll do it, but I think they could if they play as good as they did on Christmas Day. Yeah. Boy, breaking news, John Madden uh, has died at 85. He he passed away on Tuesday. So Is that right? Today. Wow. That's unbelievable. <laughs> they just had that special on John Madden on ESPN on Christmas Day. Has he been sick? I've not, I really don't know. Um, I, you know what? I've not heard anything or seen him anywhere in a long time. Have you? No, I hadn't. It's so funny because Chris and I just just uh, talked about that. He's like, I haven't heard from that guy in a long time. Yeah, I wasn't uh, sure. He was let's still see. Alive. I wasn't sure he was still alive anyway. To be honest, uh, it's I how long I've seen him. There isn't any kind of details on what happened. Yeah, eighty-five years old. Uh, he he died. Well, no, he said he died unexpectedly. Tuesday morning. Mm. Wow. Mm. So there you go. Rest in peace. John Madden, uh, legendary. Quite a personal uh, announcer. And really his stamp will be the video game. I mean that. Well, that's true. And um, he, he he's, he's a legend. Maybe would you say in the top 10 of all time in NFL history? Yes. As famous as anybody? Because of the video game. I absolutely think. And he's announcing he was a different type of a color man. Yeah. He had a style about him. You're too young to remember him coaching. Mm -hmm. Uh, And back in those days, the Raiders and the Steelers, uh, Miami was good then too. That was quite and the Chiefs were pretty good. Those were great rivalries, and he was fun to watch coaching too. He was, yeah. he was different. I can't remember why my brother he had a nickname for him. Uh, I, I want to say the Sea Elephant, but I, <laughs> uh, Kevin, if you're listening, <laughs> you had a comma up, up there about uh, Mark had made. Yeah, and I I think it is. This is funny. Uh, you know, a pro coach complaining about a team running up the score is freaking hilarious. Yeah. This is professional football. Yeah. It doesn't matter how bad you get. It doesn't matter. It's not junior high. You know, it's not high school. That is about as, if he actually said that, that is as lame as as I've ever seen a coach say. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there is no running up the score in the NFL period. (laughs) That's not a thing. And Mark says he and Pat Summerall, Summerall were a joy on Fox. Yeah, for yeah. many, many years. They were the, those, they were the those best. Those two guys. Yeah. They were the best. Yeah, they were the number one they team. Were like, I would uh, take them over some guys we have now. I'll, I'll tell you that. They were, so, the, they were the Nance and the Romo. 
Yep. Exactly. And I'll take Summerall and Madden over those two. So, yeah, it's I, that's I, like, sad. I like Romo a lot. He gets a little old to me, but uh, <laughs> sometimes I just want to watch the game and I don't want to hear about how smart he is calling plays. So <laughs> that's that's where I'm at with him. But yeah, yeah. rest in peace to John Madden. That's a man, that is just a shock. It is. I, it's it's so shocking because I I mean, we just talked. I talked about Chris about, uh, with with John about John Madden for for two three days, and and yeah, that's crazy. I'm so. trying to remember the last time I've seen him. It's been a long time. I yeah, years and years, you know. And maybe that's how he wanted it. Maybe he. Well, he was kind of that way. He he, you know, he was legendary for not flying. He would yep. not fly. Mm-hmm. He always took the bus wherever he went. He's, <laughs> He's commercial tough acting to acting that absolutely was lincoln nice to see you tonight and the turducken yeah that was another thing he was he was big on too all right uh boy yeah that's uh, sad to hear yeah um about that yeah like i said he's he is an icon in the game and like i said the video game definitely um you know brought him to another level completely so yeah yep. and that'll be something that 20 years from now, there'll still be a Madden video game. That's how big that franchise is. So, all right, let's move on, though, and kind of get back to what we were doing here. The Rams, uh, we talked about it. They beat the Vikings 30-23. to 23. Uh, Vikings still somewhat alive, but they're on life support. Uh, they really needed to win this one. And the Rams, they didn't play great, but they got it done, didn't they? Yeah, and that's what good teams do. Yeah. They win when they don't play well because they figure out a way to do it. And Minnesota's defense is just god-awful, and that's their problem. They'll get eliminated this week because they got to go to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. And so, but every time we say that about the Vikings, they win. So, yeah. well, and, and speaking of good teams, I thought Josh Allen was fantastic was. Sunday uh, afternoon in New England as the Bills beat the Patriots 33 to 21. I honestly, I thought the Patriots bounced back. I thought they played uh, uh, much better than they did the week before. But they couldn't stop Josh Allen, and he made some miraculous plays in big-time situations on third downs. Uh, all credit goes to Josh Allen here. This was one of his better games, mm-hmm. and the Bills are now in the driver's seat in that division. They are, and they look like the Bills we thought they would be. I think they found themselves in the second half of that Tampa Bay game when they made that great comeback. Yeah. And I think they found themselves – he came back, and I forget who they beat the next week. The team wasn't very good. And they went into New England on a mission. Yep. And they, right from the start, were aggressive, and they were going after it, and, and they kicked their ass. And you know that's the first game, I think, and I forget how many years uh, the Patriots didn't force a punt. Wow. Yeah, I wow. heard that. Yeah, Buffalo did not punt that whole game. I think Buffalo's the second-best team in the in the AFC when they're playing like this. Yeah. And they handled the chiefs earlier this year. So, yeah. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Uh, they're going to win their last two. Yep. Well, they're going to go 11 and six. They got a shot at getting up there at second. Yeah. They seem like they're going to be the chiefs big uh, competition. Uh, and, and Dennis said just a revenge game, nothing more than that. I don't know. Uh, they, they looked awfully good in that game. Yeah. And yeah, Steve chiming in with the John Madden just talked about it as they yeah. just came over the phone there, Steve. And yeah, what a legacy he leaves behind. Uh, that's that's something that I really, I mean, when you add in the impact of that game and the and the billions that that's brought in, I I don't know that a guy's had a bigger impact than John Madden 
on the NFL. Uh, I really don't. Um, he, he's had an impact on people that probably maybe don't even watch it, but just like to play the video game. You know, a lot of people don't remember him as a fantastic coach. Yeah. Uh, he was. And he yeah. he coached for Al Davis, who was the owner of the Raiders, and they were nut. He's a nut. But Madden was very, very successful. And I remember when they hired him, nobody had ever heard of him. Never heard of the guy. And, you know, and he he quit on his own terms. Yeah. And, uh, he wasn't fired or anything. I, I don't think. I, I don't think he was. I believe he just resigned on his own terms and then actually made the greatest impact after he, he quit coaching. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. That's really incredible. Yeah, it's uh... – Gosh, again, I'm just, I'm just stunned. And like I said, I, I, we hadn't seen him in a long time, but again, it, unexpectedly, it's that, uh, you know, so I don't think he was sick or anything like that. All right. Keep on going. Uh, we don't have to worry about this. No. The Jets beat the Jags 26 to 21. Uh, we really don't have to say much about this one. The Eagles took care of the Jets. The Giants are just helpless right now. And the Eagles win 34 to 10. Uh, the Panthers have, th- have phoned it in a uh, big win for the, the Bucks, 32 to six. All right, this is the one I, I couldn't wait to talk about. <laughs> we talked about the Chargers, and we said, boy, you know, they played really well, stupid decisions, analytics, you know, stick them up your ass. I'm so sick of that. Yep. I, you know, well, he's consistent at least. Bullshit. That's terrible coaching. He mm-hmm. lost the game against the Chiefs. And by the way, they went on the road and took on the Texans. Mm-hmm. And they got their ass kicked in this game. So don't give me that this guy's some kind of genius. Yeah. This is unexcusable. This is the worst loss of the NFL season because the Chargers really needed to win it. And now they're oh, yeah. sitting outside the playoff picture. That's after right. This loss. They are number nine. Yep. Number nine. A victory in that game would have made them no less than than uh, seventh. Yeah. And probably I don't know what the tiebreakers are between them and Indy and New England, but they would be tied at nine and six. And then great shape yeah to make the playoffs you cannot get beat and give up 41 points yeah houston you just can't and remember we were talking about the games on last week and i think they're what 10 point favorites something like that yeah 10 11 something i said no 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 do not bet them they will not cover and i knew they wouldn't and i don't know this is this Maybe the worst loss of the season. It is, no doubt. Yeah, it is. It's the worst. And the and Lincoln says Char- Chargers demoralized against Chiefs build over. Bullshit. I mean, that's what happened. Obviously, I shouldn't yeah. say that that comment is bullshit, but that's coaching. That's getting a team ready to you go play the next ready. week. I'm yeah. sorry. That's, you it, there is no excuse. Right now, listen. If they went on the road and they played it, you know, a team that had a pulse a little bit, it'd be different. Yes. You go on the road to Houston. I don't care how disappointed you were the week before. You, you lose that game with the players the Chargers have. Mm-hmm. There is there's a big time issue. I'm sorry. That's a terrible loss. Well, look, they gave up 24 points in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. 24 in the fourth quarter. Now, they still are in good shape, but they're the Chargers. Yeah. And who's to say if they're going to win these two games? They've yeah. got Denver this week, and that's at home. That'll give them nine if they can win it, and then they finish at Vegas. Who knows what would happen if they had to win that game to get in? I'm picking Vegas. So this is far and away too good a team to be worrying about making the yeah. top seven 
in the yeah. AFC. See, and that's the thing. I don't care even if they win the last two games. Well, that's great. You made the playoffs. That roster, come yeah. on. It's it's too good to be, like you said, struggling, and then they're going to be one and done. So yes, he, he needs to be in big trouble. And these people that think, oh, this guy's really smart because he's he's doing something that, that we maybe haven't seen before. Maybe he's he's ahead of the game. No, he's not. I mean, I'm sorry. He cost them the game against the Chiefs, and then he obviously did not have them ready to play there. So yep. that's pathetic. I mean, it, it, listen, this, this Chargers team, and it's not just you look at the roster and say, boy, they should be good. You see them play some weeks, and it's like, damn. They they are one of the better teams in this league, and then they mm-hmm. lose games like that. I mean, and this isn't the first time they've lost a game like this. They they've lost a few this year. We're just like, wow, that is awful. So yeah, we'll see. And like I said, no excuses. They should beat Denver this week, no question about it. And they go to Vegas, and if if that's for a playoff spot, <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't I either. Know. If they have to win it, <laughs> I wouldn't pick them. No, I know. Well, and, and Dennis asked the question, where was that? Dennis said more unreliable Bengals, Ravens, Vikings, or Chargers. I would say it's the Vikings or the Chargers. Because the, the Bengals, they, they've they come back and they've re-rallied. I mean, they're in, I still would not call them reliable, but they're in, in a position here to, to win it. Now, they may loot. They may still blow it. Ravens, I feel like it's been more COVID injuries, stuff like that. But Vikings and Chargers have just – Lost some head scratchers this year. I I would pick the Chargers because of the four teams. I think they're the best of the. I agree. Three. Yep. And that's why I would I would pick them. Um, yep. The others definitely deserve mention on yep. this list. <laughs> so, yeah, I would go the Chargers. I I'd agree with you. I think the Vikings are second. Yeah. All right. We'll keep on going here. The Bears came back and beat Seattle. Uh, 25-24, those are two franchises that do not matter the rest of this year. The Chiefs now in the driver's seat, the 36-10 to 10 win. They just crushed the Steelers. Nobody looking better than the Chiefs right now. Uh, listen, they, they got Cincinnati now. Another big game. I mean, you know, Cincinnati playing well, but are the Chiefs your favorite? I mean, if you had to, if I said, hey, you got to pick one team right now, who's going to win the Super Bowl out of everybody? Would, would the Chiefs be your pick? I think so. I yeah. think they, I, I, they're rolling. They're playing great on both sides of yep. the ball. I think they could have scored 60 in yep. that game. I mean, they made Pittsburgh look just like a awful, just awful. They're not very good, but I kind of thought Pittsburgh would come in there and give them a little bit of a game, yep. especially with Kelsey out. But, uh, you know, the Chiefs are playing awfully well. I, I don't see anyone in the AFC that can beat them. But we've said that before. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, one game's all it takes to get beat, so you never know. But well, they're they're looking great. And the Bills thrashed them when they played them, and Tennessee thrashed them when they played them. But uh, obviously, a different Tennessee team. But the Bills seem to maybe be rounded back to form. So and they're gonna have some challenges. This is not a slam dunk uh, t- type uh, team to get to the Super Bowl, but they they definitely seem to be back um, to being you know looking how they they have been looking. Uh, we'll go on the Raiders. You mentioned them. Got a big game in two weeks against the Chargers. They got a big win here against uh, the Broncos, 17-13. to 13. Uh, I thought that was, uh, you know, just a workman-like win for the Raiders. Uh, you know, they were behind at the half. They come out, they shut out the Broncos in the second half and win. So big win for them. Uh, I asked the question about, you know, who's your pick to win the Super Bowl uh, right now? And Dennis says Dallas. He really likes Dallas. 
Um, I say I bring that up now because Dallas beats Washington 56 to 14. This was impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much do you take away? I know Washington was shorthanded. What do you think about Dallas? Are you kind of back on that bandwagon? I know you were heavy early. And then oh, I was. I think they've got all the talent in the world. Yeah. Uh, the NFC is pretty damn good. When you look at those top four teams, yep. I mean, you've got Green Bay, you got Dallas, you got the Rams, and you got the Bucks. I mean, those are four really good football teams. So I, I don't know how to choose between them. Uh, really, I think Dallas is a little more dynamic on offense, maybe. But they're Dallas, so we don't know. I tell you a team that I think is going to lose, and I think Green Bay is going to lose. I really, really? Yeah, I, I I, just do. They've done this so many times over the years. They mm-hmm. get in, in, they get the home field, and somebody goes up there and beats them. In the last two weeks, they've not played very well. They've squeaked by against Baltimore could have lost that game. And if Cleveland wasn't Cleveland, they would have lost that one. So they could be on cruise control, you know, just playing it out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Dallas is awful good. And, and I agree with Dennis. I mean, they're, they're definitely a team that could win it. Yeah. Well, Isaac, we're going to get to your comment about uh, who we think the Chiefs are going to play in just a second. I'm going to pull up the standings, put them on the screen for everybody to see that's watching live, and and we'll get to that. So just a second, hold tight on that one. Uh, I'll put this one up because it's the last game we're going to talk about. The Dolphins, and like we we talked about this earlier, the Saints, it was just like they're just terrible. They were ravished with COVID, and they're just terrible. There's not a whole lot they could do about it. The the Dolphins go in and win 20 to 3. And Mark says, uh, Miami clicking, like Aaron has pointed out, but I still don't trust their offense in crush time. I think that's very fair. I don't think it's a great offense at all. It's it's just, I don't know. Like I felt so dumb when this team was one and seven. (laughs) And now that they're eight and seven, I I don't even care what happens the last two weeks. It's like, all right, I knew they were decent at least. Uh they're now eight and seven. They're in a playoff spot as of now. We'll get to that in just a second. But I mean, any other takeaways from this? We talked about this one a little bit. I said a little bit about it. I said a little bit about it last week, Thursday. Yeah. What? I don't even know what their coach's name is. What is his name? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. It's somebody I never heard of. <laughs> He's done a hell of a job. Yeah. You start out one and seven, and you've got the wolves after you, and you were supposed to be better than that, and you haven't had a winning year in a long time i think they had a winning season last year but they didn't make the playoffs to turn this bunch around and keep them together like he has and to win seven in a row i don't care who you are seven in a row is pretty damn hard to do anywhere especially the nfl and and as mark said they don't have a dynamic offense at all i mean the margin of error in their games is pretty close because they can't outscore anyone no they are that's an impressive run. And I'm telling you, they got a shot. And they can knock New England out of the playoffs. They mm-hmm. could. If New England, well, first of all, New England's not going to lose to Jacksonville, I don't think, no. this week. But let's say they did. They play Miami to end the season. And let's say Miami beats Tennessee this mm-hmm. week. They could knock New England out. So well, I don't think that's going to happen, but Let's let's take a look at the standings right now. We'll start with the AFC and the Chiefs are eleven and four. They have the top spot. They obviously could lose it 
because Tennessee's right there and they have the tiebreaker, I just don't see the Chiefs losing either one of these games coming up. They have Cincinnati, uh, a game they should win, and then they got Denver. I mean, uh, I think the Chiefs, you can kind of put them at 13 and four. Um, They're going to be the first seed. I I think Tennessee will probably be able to be be second, probably the Bills third. Uh, I would say the winner of the of the NFC North fourth. But when you get to the wild card and what you're talking about, I think the Colts, I think they're going to be there in fifth. But if New England doesn't win this week against Jacksonville, all of a sudden that game in Miami will be for a playoff spot. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The only way I think Kansas City loses this week, if weather gets involved somehow, Mm -hmm. bad weather up there, and I don't think there's going to be, I just don't think Cincinnati is good enough to beat them. And they're hitting on all eight cylinders. Kansas City is. I think they'll be ready. You know, I, I don't think they're going to be flat going in there. Um, looking at Indy's situation, uh, if their quarterback, you know, it looks like Wentz is out. I don't know who their backup quarterback is. Maybe somebody does uh, on the chat here. They could lose to Vegas this week. Mm-hmm. They could. And if they do, they finish with uh, – where is it here? They're at Jacksonville to finish the season. So that would give them 10-7. and seven. Uh, If they win this week, though, they're going to beat – they're going to beat New England. New England won't be able to catch them. Yeah. Uh, no way New England's going to catch Buffalo, I don't think. Buffalo's got two easy home games left against Atlanta and the Jets. I don't think they're going to lose those two. So New England's probably going to finish six. So right now, Isaac, Kansas City would play. Well, they they would be have a bye in the first round. Yeah, and they would play either. Well, we don't know who they would play. Yeah, not quite yet. Uh, listen, if if the Raiders, okay, I, let's just play devil's advocate. Okay, okay. If the Ra- if if New England is going to beat Jacksonville. All right, let, let's just call that what it is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins go to Tennessee. I, I don't think the Dolphins are going to win that game, right? I don't either. The Ravens, I don't really think they're going to win either. They play the Rams? Yeah. yeah I don't either. I don't think that's going to happen. So if the Raiders were to beat Indianapolis, the Raiders would all of a sudden oh, yeah. be up there. Nine-seven. They'd be nine and seven. And the Chargers, I think, are going to win. Indianapolis could miss the playoffs still. It's possible that they could do that and miss the playoffs uh, without without wins. You know, I mean, yeah, if they lose them both, yeah. So I, I think it's I think it's very. Bottom very line is, you got to win. You got to get winning. The, the only thing we know is those top seven are in if they win their last two games. That's right. That's what we know. It's like I said, if the Raiders can get their backup quarterback and beat them, they're in a great spot. They to, are, you know. So uh going into last week's season, now they also have the Chargers they're gonna have to beat as well. Uh scrolling down to some of these other ones, Denver's pretty much out of it. I don't think they've got much of a shot. No. The Browns do have a shot, and and it's yeah. it's not a crazy path. They they have yeah. to beat the Steelers this week, which the Steelers are not very good. Mm-mm. And and then they, they would have to beat you know, uh, Cincinnati, but it's in Cleveland and they've already beaten Cincinnati once. So it's not impossible that no. they could still make it Pittsburgh, I guess, because of the division being so weak, it's not impossible for them either, but it's not looking good. No, uh, 
you know, like I said, the Chargers were, you know, some stupid decisions by their coach away from being first in the division after last week. Mm-hmm. And now after this week, they're in ninth right yes. now at eight and seven. So what that tells us is if those top seven win, they're out. Yeah. So they got to have some help to get yes. in. Yeah. And they when you got to have help to get in, you don't control your own destiny. Destiny, Anything can happen. That's right. That's right. Uh, I think New England's going to get in because of the Jacksonville situation. I, do too. I, 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 I do just too. feel like they'll win that one. That'll get them in. Uh, I, I still, listen, I still think they're scary. Uh, I really do. Let's say they get down five or, you know, five, well, six or seven seed. I don't think they'll get the five seed, six or seven seed. Who would you pick in a Cincinnati Bengals versus New England Patriots game? Well, I'd have to take the Patriots. I think the Patriots are a big upset potential. They're not going to be that. Cincinnati's not going to be third. Who are you going to take in a in a Patriots versus Titans? The Patriots have already killed the Titans. Like, I would definitely take the Patriots in that one, but I don't think they can beat Buffalo. That's the thing. I think the the the, the Patriots versus Buffalo. That's what New England needs to avoid. That if they can yeah. avoid that, I think they've got a shot to win that first round game. And to Isaac's question, who do you think the Chiefs will play first? I think it'll be New England. That's that's who I think it, it'll be. Um, yeah. Unless they somehow get matched up with Buffalo, then I, I don't know that they can beat them. I, I really think that the Chiefs are the best team, Buffalo's second, and New England's third in the AFC. Yeah. I, I really look at it that way. And the reason, Isaac, we can't tell you they're going to play first, it depends on who wins these right. first-round games. Uh, the, well, we can say this. The Chiefs will play the lowest seed yep. that wins the first round. And why I think that could be the Patriots, because I think they have a shot to fall to like six. Right. And if they match up against the number two or or the number two seed in the first round, I think they're going to beat them. So that's why my pick. Yeah. Yeah. And they're the best of the lowest seeds, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, the Chargers get in Miami, Baltimore. They're not they're not good enough to to Mm -hmm. win against, uh, you know, probably those seeds. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. You You know, Aaron, other than Kansas City. And the Bills, and you've you've kind of said this, Tennessee and Cincinnati, or whoever comes out of the North, as you've said, they anybody can beat them. Yep, they really can. Yep. So, I, whoever matches up against Tennessee, I think are gonna they're gonna like if if I don't like I think Miami can go into Tennessee and win this week. I'm saying not I'm not yeah, even talking about. I do too. I I think Miami can beat them. I really oh, do. They do. Really I, they're and defense. if they do, they're. I mean, like I said, they're gonna they're gonna play New England, and they may not even have to win to get a spot. So there's mm-hmm. a lot to a lot to break down in this AFC. Let's right. go to the NFC. It seems to be a little bit more clear to me. Clear cut here. We got five teams that have clinched. Yeah, five teams that have clinched. I think you're gonna look at Green Bay as the number one seed. I don't think they're gonna lose. No. Uh, you know, Dallas is right there. Los Angeles, Tampa. Though they're to me that those four are locked in. Because definitely. The Cardinals aren't going to catch them, and everybody else is way down the list, or or, yeah. or they can't, or it's impossible. Uh, so, well, I guess the you know, the Cardinals are the only ones that could. Yeah, they're the only ones. It's not going to happen, they, and they could. It's not. It's not going to happen. It's not. Uh, it's not. They, they have a chance. It's not going to happen though. So, yeah. <laughs> so the next two are, are are the Eagles and the 49ers. They're they're both in, 
and you look at the teams that they're trying to catch them, uh, the Vikings 7-8, and eight, I, I mean, give me a break. You also look at the schedule of the Niners and the Eagles. It looks like the, the, the seven teams you see on the, on the top seven here will be the seven teams at the playoffs for the NFC. Um, do you have any, any disagreement with that? Well, New, uh, New Orleans has a fairly easy last two games. Let me see if I got it here. They got Carolina at home this week. Yeah. And they finish at Atlanta. So they could get to nine wins fairly easy. Yeah. And I don't know what the tiebreakers are between the Niners and the Eagles and the Saints. Yeah. Now, uh, Philly's got a tough, a little tougher. uh, Well, them and the Niners both have a little bit of a tougher deal here. Uh, Let's see. Philadelphia is at Washington this week. You know, yeah. it'll be tough. That won't be easy unless unless the football teams toss it in yeah. uh, for the year. And they certainly look like that uh, Sunday yeah. night. And then they finish with Dallas at home. And we've talked about this before. Dallas may have that number two seed locked up. We just don't know who, you yeah. know. With those teams that have a spot locked up, they may not be able to improve themselves any, so they may rest their starters in that last game. You just I would think it's very possible Dallas could be in that situation. It could be. So yeah. we just don't know. Uh, the Niners, ha- they're lucky that they've got Houston this week, and it's in San Francisco. Yeah. So that'll be their ninth win. But they end up in L.A. And, again, there could be playoff implications, seeding-type things for the Rams in that game. So – New Orleans, I think, has still got a chance because I could see the night. Now, wait a minute. The Niners. Well, the Niners have beaten Philadelphia, so I think they're safe. So it okay. would be the seven seed. That yeah, could... it'd, be, it'd be the Eagles. Yeah. And I don't know the tiebreaker between the Eagles and the Saints. I don't think they played each other. No. So it'll come down to conference schedules and stuff like that. Yeah. It's complicated. So I think New Orleans, to make a long story short, I think New Orleans is the only team below the seven that has a chance. Assuming that you had the seven teams that you see on there, I, I don't think there's any way the first round there's going to be an upset. So I, I think, you know, Dallas, Los Angeles, and Tampa would beat the three teams, you know, below them. I think so. So then you'd set up, you know, Green Bay, Tampa, uh, and then Dallas, Los Angeles. That is a, a fantastic Final Four of the NFC. I think both of the – all four of those teams – Draw them out of a hat, and yeah. you know, on any given day, those any of those four teams could yeah. make the Super Bowl. I think it's wide open over there. I think they're good. All four of those are good enough to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, if and things work their way. Mark's question: Will Green Bay lose the NFC Championship game for the thirty-eighth year in a row? There's, there's, you know, Mark. There's three good candidates right there mm-hmm. that could beat them, right? I mean, Dallas, Los Angeles, Tampa—they're all capable of going in there. And well, them. they may not get to it if they have to play Tampa first. Well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if they say they have to play Dallas first, they may not get to it. So that, you know, these games are going to be really tough for them. They're going to have two really challenging games. And that, to me, is the advantage the Chiefs have. I just don't see two challenges. They're going to have one tough game to get to the Super Bowl. I don't see two. NFC, you're going to have to win oh, two, two definitely. tough yeah. yeah. And I tell you what, uh, Aaron Rodgers – Broken toe might get to hurting a little bit more than it is right now. Yeah, that's right. Never seen a guy play on a broken toe. Never. Yeah, it's uh, 
I've just never seen it before. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I, he's, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody's really rooting for the Packers outside of Green Bay <laughs> this year. So, you know what? Uh, if you say, he, he, he could, in street clothes, he could, he could pass for a beggar out on a street corner. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. He does look like a homeless guy. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He does. He does. He, you know what? He didn't play that great last week. I didn't. No, he didn't. They stopped him in the second half. Yeah, they did. They did. And the Browns defense isn't that great. Uh, uh, Mark says he still likes Dallas. Listen, I. It's good enough, Mark. I I can't disagree. Yeah, homeless Hall of Famer Dallas. uh, Mark says Dallas to me, they're the flashiest, right? Like you put it in horse racing terms, they're the one that's that's getting that triple digit buyer. Yeah. Uh, you know, in a race, and then here they're coming into the big one, and can they reproduce it? Sometimes those flashy horses don't, and sometimes they do. I, I think that's how about this? They're the ones that take all the money, yep, and make you lose it. <laughs> that's another really good, yeah, yeah. They're you're gonna look up at the tote board and say, Man, I don't know, Dallas is getting bet too much there, you know, if you're in horse racing terms, so. Uh, I think they got a shot, but I don't want them at six to five, you know, yeah. uh, that kind of horse. Let's let's put it this way, Mark. Uh, I don't think Dallas or anybody is flight line like we saw uh, on Sunday. I don't know. If, did Papa do. Did you watch Santa Anita on Sunday? Uh, I'm afraid not. Yeah, I know. You're not, a, you're not a West Coast racing guy. No, and I got so much going on. With I'm trying to watch these games because yeah. I can actually know what I'm talking about instead of making it up like I do sometimes. Yeah. So I watched a lot of NFL on uh, on Sunday. I, I just didn't have time to turn the, the racing on. We had a horse run a hole through through the wind Sunday at Santa Anita. So uh, you might okay, want to check I that one out. I don't know what that means. What do, you mean huh? the, what do you mean a hole through the wind? Well, do you think you'd have to run fast to run a hole through the wind? Okay, well, if you said you had a horse that really ran fast, I would have understood it. So I thought that's what you meant, but I thought maybe we might have some people here that didn't know. All right, let's uh, let's we're going to cover uh, the bowl games for Wednesday and Thursday, and then on our Thursday show, we'll do the playoffs. So yeah. we're not going to cover the playoffs. We're just going to quickly go through these. We're okay. not going to spend a ton of time on time on these games because number one. With the college situation, the COVID, how they make this public is shitty. Like, you never know who's going to be out until they take the field. Right. And number two, you don't even know these games are going to be a play. Right. Like, UCLA, North Carolina State Holiday Bowl was supposed to kick off in about two hours. And about two hours earlier, they canceled the game. So, we won't spend much time on these. They're kind of the secondary games, obviously, anyway. But we we do want to talk about them quickly. We'll, we'll kick it off with the new era pinstripe bowl, Maryland and Virginia Tech uh, tomorrow. Maryland, a three and a half point favorite in here. Both teams six and six. Virginia Tech without their coach, obviously. Uh, who do you like here? Oh, God. This is one of the, not, you know, you watch all the bowl games. I guess this will be one I don't give two hits about. Yeah. None whatsoever. Um, I think Maryland will have more incentive. Their coaching staff's intact. I think that might be enough. I think I'll go with them because I, I just don't know how hard Virginia Tech's going to play. They, uh, it, yeah. It, it's a little sickening to take Maryland as a favorite. They are yeah. not very good. Um, I, think the, I think the over-under may be a little too high. I think the over-under is way too high. I don't like 54 and a half. I think I'd go under that. 
mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, I've been going under in a lot of these college football games because of COVID problems, transfer problems, you know, I, just losing guys. They, they tend to be a little bit lower scoring. We saw that Houston and Auburn, very low scoring game today. That was a good game, by the way. That was a good uh, game. That was really a good one. I like that one. Really good game. I got it right. Uh, yeah, me too. That's why I liked it. Uh, I had Houston plus two and a half. They won, obviously. And uh, at the Air Force Louisville game was, listen, the bowl games have been great. They've been very entertaining. Uh, mm-hmm. the Air Force Louisville is a very good game as well. I don't think this will be a very good game. Uh, I'm going to take Maryland minus three and a half. I'm with you. I'll watch it. I'm not looking forward to it. So, uh, okay, let's move on. I am looking forward to this one. Clemson and Iowa State in the Cheez-It Bowl. Uh, Clemson, a two and a half point favorite. They've had a lot of turnover on that team. Iowa State, really disappointing. Do they kind of rally here? Uh, No Brees Hall for Iowa State. I took Clemson minus two and a half. I think they got better athletes. Where are you going? Well, I agree with you totally on the athletes uh, part of it. A lot of interesting things to analyze in this one. And I, like you, I'm really looking forward to it. I think this will be a, a really a yep. really good game. Um, you've got an Iowa State team that underachieved. Uh, they're senior dominated. It's a group of seniors that have had four straight winning seasons at Iowa State. That doesn't happen. So will they get it together for one big last Hurrah, they could, because this Clemson team isn't great. But down the stretch, they got it going a little bit offensively, and their defense is as good as anybody's, as usual. As you alluded to, they lost their offensive coordinator. They lost their defensive coordinator. They've had a couple of players opt out, I think. Uh, So they're in a little bit of flux up there. But Dabo Sweeney handles this pretty well. I tell you what, I'm pretty impressed with him. I thought he did a great job of coaching this year. No doubt they have better athletes. I'm a little worried about that last big thing for Iowa State in this game. It's the only thing that worries me. Uh, I, I'm with you. I'm going to go Clemson uh, and the two and a half. I think they're going to cover that. Yeah, I think it'll be a really entertaining game, really good matchup. Uh, I, I just think in the end, Clemson a little – bit better uh all right let's move on to this one last time we get to talk about oklahoma uh this year oklahoma and oregon in the alamo bowl this really seems to be trending towards oklahoma's way they open as a four and a half uh, four and a half point favorite they're now a six and a half point favorite oregon it's (laughs) i don't know i hope we play this game it's questionable they keep losing players to covid they're really shorthanded and on the other side, Oklahoma, they've lost a few guys to the transfer portal, but overall the vibe is they're pretty fired up to play this game. Uh, Bob Stoops is back. I think the guys are fired up and ready to play. I expect Oklahoma to route tomorrow night. And you know, if you've watched the show all year, I'm not a Homer fan. This really, to me, is setting up for Oklahoma to come out and, and really look strong. What do you think about this one? I would love to agree with you. <laughs> but I've seen these guys. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I've been listening all day. Oregon is down a lot of players. I'd say it's 50-50 whether the game's played. Yeah. It's possible that it's going to get canceled. I think they might have done it today, though, if it was going on. I guess they probably are testing every day. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the Sooners act like they're motivated. 
And I don't know whether these kids today give a shit who they play for. I don't know whether they care that Bob Stoops is out there again. I don't know. I really don't. I don't know how to read uh, this bunch. I do think Oklahoma's better. Uh, I was listening to a guy, an Oregon guy today. Um, he hates their quarterback. Really? Yeah, and he says they're just pitiful with that quarterback. So he he had no hope at all. I don't like it when you go in a bowl game and everybody's saying you're going to win by a whole bunch of points because I've seen OU play bad in games like that before. I'm with you. I saw the line today seven at one yeah. time. So it has gone up in the last few days. I think Oklahoma's more motivated to play than Oregon. Both teams, uh, I think the Oklahoma coaching staff is a little bit more stabilized than the Oregon one is. Both teams lost their head coach. Um, I just, it's hard for me to, this game's tough because so many players have opted out. When the line was four and a half, I said Oklahoma all the way. I'm going to say I'm going to stay with them. I think if they if they're ready to play and they come out and get wet, get after it, I think they're going to beat them. Yeah. I, if if Oklahoma doesn't play well tomorrow night, I'm going to be really disappointed. They they seem to be locked in. They really do. Uh, I don't know. I, I I think Oklahoma wins. I think it's similar to last year when they played Florida. It feels the same. Florida was down there. They didn't really want to be there. They had a ton of guys out. And Oklahoma yeah. came out, and they wanted to play, and they were on a roll. And I know you's not on a roll coming into this game, but it just the program feels like it's picked up a lot of steam. Uh, so I, I think they're going to play pretty well tomorrow night. Yeah. All right. Quickly, we'll go to Thursday's game. I think this is another really, really good uh, uh, game. Uh, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina, I think it's going to be entertaining. These two teams don't play each other very often. It's the Dukes-Mayo Bowl, uh, North Carolina, a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. I think that's a lot of points for North Carolina. Where are you leaning in this one? Well, I'm wondering what this Dukes-Mayo, is that a brand of mayonnaise? I that, Yes. <laughs> I've never seen that before. It must be a Carolina thing. You ever seen Dukes-Mayo? No, never. Well, you travel a lot more than me. I've never seen it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Battle of the Carolinas. I think North Carolina is better than South Carolina. I think they'll score more points. I think, well, obviously, if you're going to win, you're going to score more points. But I think they have the ability to score. They've had a disappointing year. Uh, South Carolina probably be more motivated than them. I don't know if they cover the nine and a half. So I guess I'll take South Carolina in the points. But I think North Carolina will, will win the game. I agree with both statements. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right on that one. Uh, Tennessee and Purdue uh, in the Music City Bowl. This, this is a pretty evenly matched game. Uh, yeah. Kind of a two fun teams that were or two teams that were fun to watch this year. Another one, man. I, I, I kind of like I kind of like this game. I, I took Tennessee minus the five and a half against Purdue here. Uh, I think it'll be a touchdown game, uh, and I think it'll be Tennessee. So I took Tennessee minus five and a half. Where are you leaning on this one? Well, I like the fact this is played in Nashville. Yeah. So I this is why I'm leaning towards Tennessee. That'll it's gonna be a home game for them. I think their fan base is really behind this team. Uh I because they overachieved. Um, they weren't supposed to be very good. Seven and five. They played some teams pretty close in the games they lost. I think uh, the fan base is turned on by them. I think they'll they'll have a huge crowd for that game. It's not very far from Knoxville to Nashville. I think Purdue's pretty good. I think they're a little better than people think, but I'm with you. I'm going to go with Tennessee to cover that. 
Yeah, I, I, and Mark says Purdue quite, uh, quietly had a solid eight and four year. They really did. This is a quality opponent uh, for Tennessee for sure. This is not, mm-hmm. you know, people. A lot of people will see Purdue and be like, "Oh, they're not very good." No, they're pretty decent. They are. So I think this will be a really entertaining. Game. I think too, this is a good one. Yeah, for sure. I think this is another really good game: the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl, Pittsburgh and Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State two and a half point favorite. You know, Pittsburgh doesn't have the quarterback. That's the only bad thing. Uh, I, I I really wish Kenny Pickett was playing the game. I'm going to take Michigan State minus a two and a half because of that. I am a little surprised it's not a bigger line. Yeah. Since Pickett's out. I think I would have taken Pittsburgh uh, with Pickett. I don't you know. I looked up their stats, got a wrote an article about them. They don't have anybody that's thrown more than, I think, 15 passes. So yeah. the guy that's going to play has no experience whatsoever. Now, Michigan State's running back's not playing either. But no. I think I'd rather lose the running back than the quarterback, especially when the quarterback's Kenny Pickett. So I'm I'm going Michigan State. I think they might be, beat them by more than, than two and a half. Quickly, Dennis pointed out, hey, you know, these, these smaller games, it always seems like there's a team, you know, from that area that's playing, and there's Tennessee – uh, like I said, in Nashville, Dennis uh, Dennis going to take the under in this game as well. I think that's really smart. You know, the yeah. two best offensive players for each team out. And again, I think unders are going to hit in these bowl games uh, as we go along here. Uh, as I as we talk, it's 10 to 7, Texas Tech, Mississippi State right now. Uh, almost halftime, about a minute to go. That looks like that's going to go under unless they get going. Uh, so, yeah, I know. Uh, and, and boy, Texas Tech. Kind of dominating Mississippi State. Uh, what little I've been able to watch while we're on the air here. Uh, so, yeah, Kenny uh, is working on how not to fake slide for next year. I think Kenny Pickett's going to be a really good quarterback in the NFL. I, I'm, I'm excited to see where he goes. Uh, all right, final game, and then uh, we'll we'll wrap it up. Wisconsin and Arizona State in the Las Vegas Bowl. Listen, I think it's another evenly matched game. The records say they are. They're both teams are 8-4. and four. Wisconsin is a six-point favorite here, Papa Dude. Are you going Big Ten or are you going Pac-12? I don't like Arizona State. I haven't all year. Uh, I don't think they're that good. I think Wisconsin will be motivated enough. You know, that's the key thing in these bowl games. Who's going to be motivated? Who's not? Games in Vegas. So Arizona State will have more fans. I don't think that matters. Wisconsin travels very, very well, though. So they'll probably have a huge bunch because it's in Vegas. I'm going Wisconsin to cover. Uh, and Lincoln says he's headed to the Vegas Bowl. That's awesome. I hope you have a good time there. Who are you picking, though? That's the question. Yeah. I'm with you, Papa Dude. I went Wisconsin. Uh, you know, one thing I've had success with, it finally bit me, and you told me it would. I've been betting against the Mac, and you said, don't do it in that Nevada game. They're not ready to play. Uh, Nevada's lost the coach. Don't do it. And you were right. So I did miss out on that one. So you were right on that. But I'm going against the Pac-12. Uh, in the yeah. bowl season as well. And so I'm going to stay consistent and go Wisconsin. I think that's the angle. I've always had a little bit of luck with that. If you pay attention throughout the year, go, okay, the Mac was weak. The Pac-12 is kind of weak. Let's go against them in the bowl games. So yeah, I'll take Wisconsin because of that. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Dennis says also, oh, you talked about the Mac thing. Uh, tip of the cap. Uh, I was worried uh, about the SEC team, so I think we can tip. Uh, both our caps each. Uh, so you said the uh, SEC. You had a, had trouble with them uh, in some games, Dennis. And you're, you've been right. SEC has not been good, including tonight. Uh, and we'll talk about it a little bit on Thursday when we talk about Alabama. I don't mm-hmm. think the SEC was that good this year. I think it was top heavy. I think Bama and Georgia are good, but 
God, Bama almost lost a lot of games in the SEC this year to teams that were probably worse than Cincinnati. And Bama's a 13-and-a-half-point favorite, so that's going to be interesting. It will be very interesting. And, by the way, did you see where uh, some of the Alabama players are saying they're playing the underdog role? Uh, you know, they're, they're acting like they're underdogs in this game. Saban's got them convinced they're underdogs in this game. <laughs> that's unbelievable if that's true. 13-and-a-half-point uh, favorite in the number yeah. one overall seed yeah. in the college football playoff. Uh, I don't think Alabama's an underdog. No. no. Uh, Lincoln says uh, ASU plus six. Herm will give them the speech of their lives. <laughs> uh, Herm's a good talker, pretty poor coach. Uh, Mark uh, Mark says Wyoming beat Kent State despite giving up 650 <laughs> yards. The Mac can operate the RPO very well. I watched that game, uh, Mark. I watched that game at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I bet Wyoming, and uh, it was fun to watch it because Wyoming went up and down the field on them as well. Uh, Russ chimes in, says SEC 0-3 so far, looking like 0-4 right now. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. if you're watching the Liberty Bowl, you're watching us live, it's 10-7 to Texas Tech. They're driving, 45 seconds to go. I think Mississippi State will come out and beat them in the second half, but they have not looked good in the first half whatsoever. What what uh, SEC teams have lost? Okay, well, Florida. That was awful. That was yeah. hilarious. That was hilarious when Central Florida kicked their butts. Oh yeah, really yeah. funny. Yeah, uh, Auburn. Yeah, they're awful. They're awful. Who's the other one? The uh, one. Let's see. I'm scrolling through. Missouri. Well, Missouri. Okay, okay. So let me. Okay, oh. Missouri isn't in the SEC. I'm. So, they're not. They're just not. That's yeah. not. That's not a real SEC team. Okay? I mean, when 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 every team in your conference makes a bowl, except Vanderbilt. Is anyone else? I think all the rest of them are in a bowl game. Well, to, to be completely fair, I picked against Missouri. I picked against uh, Auburn, and I picked against uh, Florida. This is the first SEC team that I've picked. Yeah, so, in true. my opinion, this is the first time it would be, oh, this is a bad loss. Well, Florida you. is a joke. They were without a coach, and they played a team that was motivated to beat them. Oh, yeah, they won. Okay, <laughs> Missouri is not a real SEC school. No. And then uh, who, who was the other one? Oh, oh, Auburn. Auburn, I really believe Russ, uh, Dennis, Mark, Lincoln, myself, Papa Dude, we could all play quarterback better at Auburn than the guy they've had since Nick's has been gone. Boy, he is bad. He, they, they're awful. I mean, Auburn played a pretty good game today. They held Houston to 17 points. That's not easy to do. And they got turnovers and they had all kinds of things. But – they couldn't move the ball again on Houston. They couldn't nope. move it on Houston. I by mean, the way, that, that was a home game. By the way, Texas Tech just punted, and then Mississippi State fumbles the punt. So that's the kind of thing that's happening there. So, God. Uh, let's see. Well, I yeah. said before the show, Aaron, I said this Mississippi State, he's uh, Texas Tech game was the one I felt most confident about. And yeah. I, picked, I picked Mississippi State because I did not think Tech would play very well. Well, Honestly, Tech isn't playing very well. Mississippi State is playing just awful, 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 awful. All right, let's wrap up the show here. Oh, we're gonna we'll get uh, Lincoln Riley needs. Yeah, to know. we gotta get this one. Uh, which university do you think Urban Meyer ends up at? I I don't think he's gonna coach again. That's my prediction. What do you think, though? Do I think he's gonna coach again? Yeah, and what, if if so, what, where do you think he's going? We we talked about that, Lincoln. We talked about we thought like so it'd be somebody desperate, like in Nebraska, maybe. Yeah, I think he will coach again. 
Okay. I, 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 it may be a couple of years. Seems like he's kind of out for a year or so, and then he's got to get back in it. I don't think he needs the money. I wouldn't think so. No. Um, well, it's hard to tell because we don't know who's going to be awful next year. You know, like some big time school that doesn't, you know, Dennis says Florida. I think they've hired a guy though that I think is going to be pretty good down yeah. there. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to end up somewhere. Florida state, maybe. <laughs> Lincoln, Lincoln says UNLV perfect town for him, man of many sins. <laughs> Well, I don't think he's going there, but anyway. Oh, man. I, I can't see him going. Mark says a smaller uh, conference. I don't think Urban's going to lower himself to do that. Yeah. I think it'd have to be a big-time school somewhere. Yeah, we'll see we what go. happens then. I, I don't know. What about I, Texas? How about Texas? Texas, uh, yeah, that could be. <laughs> uh, Isaac asked, really, how was going to the bar last week? Yeah, I went to the bar with uh, uh, Heather's grandpa. Good time, good time. We were there for an hour. So here's what we do. We play 10 games of quick draw, and then we we, we have 10 pull tabs that we pull, and we drink two beers, and we eat a bag of popcorn split between three of us, and we go home. So that was – it was good. <laughs> they do it every Friday, every Friday. It takes exactly an hour, right? It, on Pretty the much. dot. And they on have the- it – they have it timed out. <laughs> when the, you when know- it gets – when it gets to the ninth quick draw game, he goes and gets the pool tabs. And you pull the tabs, and by the time the, they're pulled, the tenth quick draw, quick draw game is complete. You and by know, that time, they've got about that much left of their second beer. They drink it, and we're out the door. That would be a pretty good TV show. Just the dialogue that goes on, the characters that are there. Yep. Kind of like Cheers. Yeah, they they the, they know the bartender's name. Yeah, and they, exactly. She knows them. It's pretty cool. One of two people. So is it what kind of what kind of a what kind of a a bar is it? Just kind of a little pub? No, it's it's called uh, uh, the Moose, and you you actually have to be a member of the oh, okay. bar to go in it or be uh, uh, with a member. Is it like the Elks Club or the? Yes, okay. yes, yeah. It's like a Legion Hall. Yeah. But a bar. Are, they, are they military people? No, not all oh. of them. I'm sure, I'm sure there's some, but it's not it's not restricted. Anybody could do it. Like you can buy a, I don't know if you call it a pass or whatever. Um, and yeah, that's how you get in. So yeah. it's it's attached to a uh, like a little kid's ice hockey rink. Uh, so sometimes they're playing ice hockey over in the corner, <laughs> a big ice rink. Uh, it's really cool. It's really cool. Uh, the Moose Lodge is what's yeah. cool name. But they go Friday at 2 o'clock because the lunch crowd's cleared out and the dinner crowd isn't there yet. So there's right. really nobody there. We're usually, oh, we're usually one of about five people at it. Yeah. So it's good. Good time. Dennis uh, asked me what are, oh, what's the best, yep. best, what's, you, what's your best one? Uh, let's see. Yeah, Dennis says best gift you got for the holidays. Um Gosh, I got a lot of good ones. It's been a good Christmas. Um, I don't know. Maybe the dude who bet sports blanket that I got. That's got to be up there. It's got to be up there. Um, yeah, Sandy, my wife, got us uh, both of us a blanket that yeah. says dude who bet sports. I don't know where she got them, but they're pretty cool and they're warm. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I like it. Um, I got hey, a lot of hey, wrestling hey, shirts, hey, Dennis. One thing, guys, uh, Aaron's dog is <laughs> an incredible dog. And yeah. um, never seen a dog like her. Uh, you know, most big dogs are kind of in the way and stuff. Not this dog. You don't even know she's around. So every year, Sandy gets her a Christmas present. Yeah. And um, I swear, when we walk in, we went over to Aaron's for Christmas. And when we walk in carrying packages, that dog knows one of them's for her. Mm-hmm. Because she goes in and, and checks them out. And yep. she's the most unassuming animal I've ever seen. She doesn't do that. So she's over there sniffing around because because Sandy always gets her a blanket or something for her to lay on. She likes to lay on a blanket or yep. some sort of a pad or whatever. And so Sandy got her this real nice blanket and, and Aaron uh, put it on the floor for her. And she laid on that thing the whole... <laughs> we went out to eat and when yeah. we came back, she was still laying on that blanket. Well, yeah, hold on. Let me see. She's Let's see if she was just outside my door. Let me look here. <laughs> No, she went down with mom downstairs. She went okay. downstairs. So. Yeah, I, I tell you, it just she's she's some kind of dog. And yeah, she was laying so on it a little bit earlier when we got home. So. Oh yeah, she she likes them. Yeah. My best gift was the uh, Aaron got got me a hoodie. Yeah. And I got him one for his birthday. Yeah. And uh, so I, I loved it. And Aaron thought I probably went over and bought myself one. And anyway, it was a hoodie at the uh, college where where you uh, Aaron and I went to school. It is really cool. Yeah. And uh, and and Aaron, you're absolutely right. It fits better than any hoodie I've ever ever worn. I think. Yeah, it, it really it's awesome. I'll, we'll maybe we'll wear it on the show together one. Day yeah, one day. I was gonna wear it tonight. It's just not cold enough. I would no. Well, listen, uh, at Plattsburgh, it was like in the teens, and at 68 here today. Like I got a t-shirt on. I was like, oh my god, that's that's fantastic. So. Yeah. Uh, Lincoln asked how many AEW shirts. So this is funny. Zero for me. I got three at my mother-in-law's. And then I got five at my mom's. It's all Okay, all I told them to get were AEW stuff. And then I got... <laughs> Uh, Heather's grandpa, the guy I went to the bar with, gave me $150 for Christmas, and I got, I bought myself four. So I don't know. Wow. I got 11. This, this is one worse. of them. This is worse than I thought. This, um, is, this is borderline sad. I got, I got Penta. This is Penta's. I got MJF. I got Hangman Adam Page. Mm-hmm. I got Darby. Uh, Heather got two Darbies. I got a Darby. Um, I got Hook. I got uh, trying to think. I got a couple that are just generic AEWs. Oh, I got a CM Punk. Uh, I ordered a Jim Cornette shirt. That's not AEW, but that's wrestling. And then I ordered a uh, the CM Punk, uh, Sting, Darby Allen together shirt. That those were the ones. Yeah. So. All of us have character flaws. Yeah. And there's yours. So, <laughs> see, these guys know send hook. Uh, guys, I, I got to tell you, I am borderline obsessed with Hook. I think he's going to be a superstar. Mm-hmm. Heather, Heather is in love with Hook. Heather said, please order me a send hook shirt. So, <laughs> and so this, I like this one too. Zero, medio. 
You know what that means? No mm-hmm. fear in in, in Spanish. Good care less. Um, really. Uh, so and I will. I'll go. I'll come in the office and have them be working, and we'll do that to each other before we start work. So. <laughs> well, you know, it takes two to tango, so I'm glad. <laughs> you know, that's the well. Uh, Sandy got me a really. I love to do jigsaw puzzles, especially uh, when it's cold. Yeah. And, uh, she got me a really cool jigsaw puzzle of the. I don't know why anybody cares of the national parks. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah, cool. I think that's cool. I've been working on that. So, uh, <laughs> Lincoln says it's real to me. Damn it! <laughs> Talking about wrestling. <laughs> Yeah. So I sent, Magic's kind of, I'm trying to get him into it. He's starting to get into it. And my, you see my my name is Skeleton Hands. I, I was going to ask, but I was afraid. I sent him a picture of the shirt. He goes, what do the Skeleton Hands mean? So I put that on there. Um, Magic, yeah. if you're listening, which I don't know why you would be. but <laughs> I saw that when I first came on and I thought, what in the hell is that? And then I thought, yeah, I'm not going to ask. I don't know. <laughs> See, Isaac also watches it. See, he understands. There you go. Uh, yeah, Papa Dude. So, what's Pinta? Pinta's this this guy. A big move. Explain it to your father. I'm not now, Dennis. We're not gonna. We can't do it. No, that's just something I never did get into. By the way, I did watch Christmas Vacation to keep the tradition up. Uh, I watch it every year. Good. Yeah. Very good. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it's funny. It is great. It is a funny show. It is great. <laughs> I, I, I love it. Yeah. Um, I think if there's anything else before we get out of here. I think that's. I think we've done it. I think we've done another show. This what? What is this? Thirty eight. This was thirty eight today, right? Thirty wow. eighth show. So. Hard to believe. Isaac, uh, Isaac was begging for a story. I can't you think a story? of one. You gotta. I. I. I really. I really can't think of one. I just <laughs> off the top of my head that would, you know, well, have I ever told the one? Where I pushed the kid in his chair all the way to the office. No, <laughs> no, I want to hear it though. All right, I think maybe this is a good. This is one. Okay. Uh, most people who know me think this was my greatest achievement uh, as a teacher at Sir Coxie. So, uh, yeah, Sandy's wanted me to tell. tell all right, tell it. Well, this kid was—he um, was a little turd. But he he was I liked him, okay? He was a little bit of kid. Uh-huh. And he was one of these guys. Oh <laughs> Isaac's already Isaac, don't give away names. Anyway. <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he okay. He 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 was uh he couldn't sit still. Yeah. Okay, he was kind of hyper and he, he didn't really like to sit in the class. And he was, uh, he had, he was a special needs kid. He really was smart. He just couldn't sit still. So he had a special needs teacher who babied him. And he wanted, he didn't want to be in my room for social studies. He wanted to be down her room because she let him watch movies and eat popcorn. And she did all these work for him, blah, blah, blah. So he would do anything to get out of class and make me send him down to her. Okay. So he he would make animal sounds. I mean, he was really good at it. And he got down on the floor one day, and he was acting like a monkey. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, he was just like, you see a monkey in a cage at the zoo. So I said, that's really nice. Sit in your seat. So he gets back and he's sitting his, his chair is right over by the door. Okay. So then he starts howling like a uh, wolf. <laughs> wow. And he was good at that. And I didn't, you know, tell him shut up. And, you know, everybody in the room's used to all this. So yeah. he, started, he, he could, he can imitate a guinea pig. I don't know if you've ever heard of guinea pig, but they make little squeaks. He was good at that. And I asked him, I said, what are you doing? I said, I'm being a guinea pig. And I said, okay. So, so we got through all that. And finally, he started mocking me. Everything I would say, he would say. Yeah, I can't do that. That's, that's the end of the line. Yeah. So I said, okay. And, and the whole thing was, I, I told him, I said, you're not going down to the special room today. You're going to the office. Yeah. You're going to the office. I'm not going to that office. I said, yes, you are. You're not going down there. And he goes, I'm not leaving. And I said, you get up out of that chair and you walk down to the office. I'm going to send so-and-so and so-and-so down there with you to make sure you go to the office. And he goes, I am not leaving this room. So I got up and I got behind his chair, his desk, and I pushed that desk out the door, up the hallway, all the way to the office and they've got it on video and it's a let he's got cameras out in the hall and yeah it's legendary and i got him into the office and i said here he's yours and he turned around and he goes you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> you're an asshole <laughs> and i said yep but i'm not in the office so anyway <laughs> so funny thing he never came back to my room they never seen him back down there he did this in everybody's room. So wonder why. <laughs> so eighth grade graduation. Okay. We had an eighth grade graduation over there. He a little bit of squirt. So they're getting ready. And all they do is they march in like you do when you graduate and they give them a little certificate and they have to go up in front of everybody and get their certificate when they call, call their name. So the uh, sponsor of the eighth grade, I'm standing there outside. They're in the auditorium getting ready to walk in. Anyway, she comes up to me and she goes, he won't participate. He's sitting in there and he won't do it. He said, she said, would you go in there and talk to him? I said, well, I don't really think I'm the person that can no. make him do anything. So I said, she goes, well, he won't listen to me. Will you try? I said, okay. So I went in there and he's sitting there and he's shaking like a leaf. You know, he's nervous. He doesn't, he doesn't want to do this. Oh, okay. So, um, so I had to get up and give a little talk that night. And, and you know, I'm kind of dreading it. Once I get up and start doing it, I don't mind. But sitting around worrying about it kind of bugs me. But anyway, yeah. so he's sitting there. And so I sit down beside him and I said, come on, you need to get up there and do this. You're going to hate yourself if you don't. He goes, I'm too scared. I can't do it. I said, listen, I said, I got to give up and give a speech tonight. And he looked at me. He said, you do? And I said, yeah. And I said, you want to know something? He goes, what? I said, I'm scared shitless. <laughs> I said, I got to get up from all these people. I don't know them. I'm scared shitless. All you got to do is walk across and grab your certificate. That's it. You don't have to say anything. You can do this. So he goes, oh, okay. So I march him in there and they're in alphabetical order. And he's between two girls. Yeah. One is the nicest girl I ever knew. In all the years of teaching, I'm talking about a sweetheart, just uh -huh. a super child, perfect, perfect child. And the other one is the meanest one I've ever seen. She kill you. 
Yeah. If she had a knife, she'd stab you. You don't turn your back on her. <laughs> she was mean. So I said to the nice one, I said, make sure you take care of him. Get him up there. She goes, okay. And I turned to the other one and I said, you beat the hell out of him if he won't get <laughs> And she looked at him and she goes, I'll do it, you little peckerhead. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, he did it. He got up there and he walked through. So afterwards, you know, we're they're in there and they're having punch and cookies and whatever. Boy, he's strutting around like a little bandy rooster. He thought he'd really done something. He graduated from high school last year. So well, that's good. That's yeah, good. He made, it. He made. it was a good ending to the story of you <laughs> pushing well, him. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I always think if I didn't push him up there, he never would have done it. <laughs> yeah, no, he would still be in that room. <laughs> oh, that was funny. I was so mad at him. I never wanted to hit somebody bad. Oh, I was mad at him. He'd mock everything I was saying. I was so mad at him. Yeah. But I really kind of liked him. I really See, did. that's the thing, though. You can't – it gets to a point where it's like, all right, that's enough. I, like, I, can't, I can't handle that. Yeah, yeah. I can't handle him mock. Now, because I had a whole room full of kids, you know, I had to do something. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. And he was not going to get out of that chair, and I wasn't about to grab him. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't grab him. You'll get sued. So. I sued my ass for sure. Surprised they <laughs> didn't anyway. <laughs> All right, Isaac. There you go. There you go, You've been asking for it, and you got it. You got. Yeah, he's probably not. He's probably not even on here now. <laughs> well, he didn't need to hear it. He knew who it was. <laughs> I do want to say Isaac sent me a little message the other day. Well, I actually, sent Sandy. Uh, something I, I I do wanna I do wanna thank you Isaac for sending me that yeah that's a little thing about basketball he sent me it was really cool I I saved it so he said can you tell us about the time we won against Thomas let's save it I I know I know what happened there okay let's save it for next for Thursday maybe yeah 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 all right all right yeah Thomas Jefferson uh, there's some there's some good battles between you guys so. yeah that was classic deals. Yeah. All right. We're going to get off here now because right. uh, we, we went an hour and 30 minutes and that's, that's, that's long enough. So, uh, all right, guys, we'll be back Thursday uh, to be talking about all the ball or the, all the playoff games, the two playoff games. That's, that'll be the big show on Thursday. Then of course we'll talk about the NFL afterwards. So uh, we'll be all back with all the handicapping uh, on Thursday for the two big games and the NFL. Anything else before we go off, Papa dude? I don't have a thing. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, another fun show, uh, and, and mainly because of you guys uh, with your comments and, and questions. And uh, hopefully everybody had a good Christmas, and uh, we'll trend towards you. Know, I'm not going to wish you a happy new year until Thursday because we got another show. So we'll see you right back here Thursday talking uh, college football playoffs and then obviously uh, week, I guess this would be week 17 of the NFL coming up. So all right, we'll see you guys on Thursday. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full.